So we have four mics. We have six people in the room and one calling in from online. Fun. What are we talking about today, everybody? Volunteerism in the church, trying to get people to realize the need. I am um, overseeing our E-Littles group, which is our birth through kindergarten classes. And I'm Lori Nyland, and I am co-director of the E-Kids. And I am Angela Archambeau. I'm the co-director of the E-Kids, which is ages first through fifth grade, elementary aged. I'm Christy Morangi. I am in charge of middle school, and we call it middle plus, and that is ages sixth grade through ninth. I'm Kevin Cobb, and I am new to Element. It's so much fun to be here. Um, and I am uh, working with high school and older. And I am Jenna. I am the administrative assistant for all of eFamily. We are talking about uh, a very big need. So we have been talking about this all year long. It comes up in almost every meeting we're at. And that is the need for help in serving and volunteering and being a part of uh, this ministry that's actually represented here, right? Birth through high school. Well, one thing that um, I've talked to several of you about are some statistics that I found online that are concerning. And one was from the Southern Nazarene University, and they did a study that showed 85% of Americans say they initially placed their faith in Jesus Christ between the ages of four and 14. So that kind of that kind of hit me. That's 85% of people. So that means by the time they're done with Christy and they go on to Kevin, if they haven't gotten, if they haven't given their life to Jesus, we may never get him. So if anything speaks to the importance of what we're doing here, I think that statistic is it. Um, another one that I saw was the Pew Research Center that stated Christians could make up less than half of the U.S. population within a few deca- decades. And I find that very concerning as well for all of us. Um, I don't think we're doing a very good job of bringing new Christians into the fold. We're taking care of ourselves, but we're not doing a good job of raising up new Christians. So the church, those, in, the church in general. Yes, yeah. the church in general. Correct. Not necessarily element, <laughs> but we could use help there as well, sure. which would be my call as um, working in children's now is that I would like to see more people that saw this as a mission field um, in the say that same way that we see Thailand as a mission field or Delta as a mission field, I would like them also to see this as a mission field and um, at least consider that God may, may be speaking to you and asking you to join us. I know that we had uh, the Thailand missionary um, meeting a couple months back, and I think some people look at that, and when they have people from other countries come as missionaries, they're like, well, we can't leave the country. We have family or whatever, but we have to realize that we have a mission field right here mm-hmm. in our own city, in our own church. We need to invest in who we have here also because they are our future. And we want to disciple these kids and let them know what the truth is. If I'm if I'm listening to this and I don't have a kids in there or something like that, to me, it seems like everything's running. So how are we running right now, ministry-wise, with such a need? Um, so in the E-Littles, we have three classes. So at the bare minimum, I need at least 12 volunteers every single Sunday because I need two people in every class. So that's three classes, 
two services, I need 12. That's bare minimum. Really, I, I need more because the, some of the classes are growing and some we're, we're meeting um, needs of families with special needs children. So we also need some more help with that. So realistically, I need more than 12. Um, we have amazing current volunteers, mm-hmm. amazing current volunteers. They are stepping up to the plate, even though they ideally have signed up for maybe only once a month, but then they're willing to do a second, a second week for us. So a couple stats that I, I came up with, I, I have about 35, you know, life scanned who have gone through the process of becoming a volunteer, active volunteers, including myself right now that I can pull from on Sundays. And then I have about three teens who help me consistently also. So out of about 38 volunteers, I looked this up about 15 of them. So almost half, half of them also serve in other areas of our church on Sundays. So they might also be in the band. They might be doing the coffee cart. They might be on the prayer team. And so one one week when they're serving in children's, the next week, they didn't have the week off. They were just doing something else. So they are amazing. They are giving of themselves to a very high degree. And we are super, super grateful for them. But um, I would like to not have to keep asking them, oh, can you guys fill in this Sunday? Um, because we're short another another person or two. So it has been challenging. And there have been, obviously, we have like no room for anyone to be sick. We have no room for anyone mm-hmm. to be out of town. And so this past Sunday, we we did. We have sick people. We had people out of town and just, or people, they were already in the band and so they couldn't help. So um, on Sunday morning, we did have to close down one, cl- combine one classroom, the toddlers and the preschool. And Ideally, I do not like doing that because you can't give as much age-appropriate lesson to each group. So we only had to do that for one service, luckily. But um, we need we need volunteers. The need is huge right now, and like Lori was saying, this is a mission field. So um, we are getting by because we have amazing current volunteers, and um, some of us sometimes have to do both services, which is really not ideal. Um, we have teens helping us and, um, yeah, we definitely need, definitely need more help. I don't want people to be fearful that they have to teach or lead because they just need to come alongside those children Mm -hmm. and just be there to interact. We have kids that come in that are shy and they just need someone to come along and talk to them, find something that they are interested in, you know, just make them feel comfortable, play a game with them, um, maybe read scriptures with them, help them memorize a Bible verse, you know, and just play games with them, just interact and just be with them. Because if someone just comes alongside them and just shows that they care, it just speaks so much. Yeah. And, And that, I think, is, you know, a really interesting part of it is the relationship building is what provides the vehicle to be able to then go in and teach and, um, and share, you know, scripture or or whatever it is. A lot of these kids aren't even used to having an adult show an interest in them at all. Mm -hmm. And so I know, I mean, we'll do these things with, uh, where I'll go to a restaurant and invite kids to come. And we're not talking about deep theological truths there. We're talking about a cheeseburger, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's all they're, and honestly, if that's all they're interested in, but I have the chance to sit down and show them that I care and that I cared enough to put um, an hour aside in my week 
for them when some of them, even their parents, mm-hmm. aren't able to or don't want to do that for them. And that's that's just it makes a huge impact and you don't realize it at the time. But now looking back through, you know, my journey to this point, um, I can see the fruits of some of that. You, you develop this relationship with the kids, but you also develop a relationship with the other teammates. Some of the closest people in my life are people that I've met through serving. And um, as a staff, I know we all pray for our team members. We, um, it is a community unto itself. It really is part of being a part of a, a bigger thing. And so a lot of people find that that's a huge benefit to serving. Majority of our um, volunteers won't actually be formally teaching a lesson. Um, I know in in our classes, like in nursery, you're holding babies, you're playing with the babies, they're sleeping on you. Um, And in the preschool and the toddler room, there'll be one person who is formally teaching the lesson. And it's short and concise and um, it's all spelled out for you. So it's, it's very basic. And then there'll be either one or two helpers that are there to assist and to play with the kids and um, can add to it if they want. But majority of the people are actually just going to be, and same with elementary, I think there's one teacher and a couple helpers. So don't let that stop you from, from stepping in. We just need people there that are loving on our children. The main thing I tell my, my volunteers also is I want the kids to feel loved and accepted here and safe. Mm-hmm and that they have fun. Mm-hmm. And you know, the lesson's the lesson. We want them to be learning the basics of theology and the basics of our faith and to be hearing, you know, as you know, when they're two and three, sometimes it's hard for them to sit there and that's okay. I tell them, don't stress about it, but you know, try to get the lesson out. And then if some of them don't come, that's okay. There might be coloring and might overhear, but they're hearing, you know, Bible. They're hearing these like major um, themes of our faith. And, but the main thing is that they, they wanna come back and they feel, they feel loved and they're going to feel God's love from our volunteers. So if you can talk with a kid, if you can sit and play with a kid, then you're a perfect person for (laughs) any of these volunteer spots. We have awesome volunteers that serve three and four times a month. Um, And in fact, you know, I was just looking at my summer and wanting to take some time off and I'm having to schedule all my vacations so that I am back in town by 7 a.m. on a Sunday so I can be to church to teach and be in the classroom. And we don't have any room for people to be sick or even be on vacation or anything. And so if we could just have some people just step forward and even just be on a sub list for those people that are on vacation that want to take a Sunday off, that would be like amazing. Or someone that could just serve once a month or every other month, you know, we just need to be able to not have to rely on the ones that keep giving. We need to let them have some time off every once in a while help or even at an event so that we can have more events and activities because we can't keep using people on Sunday and then expect them to help at CTV or a special drive-in movie night or that type of thing. So even if you're willing to help with special events, that would be amazing too, just to come and just hang out with the kids, just be that extra body, just to be with them, play with them. Uh, That would be awesome. And also to know that other people, you know, I think there's also this thing that everyone thinks the other person is doing it. And so then they don't feel like the need is as great for them to go and then sign up and volunteer to help somewhere. I think to, we need a variety of ages 
helping in the classrooms. Um, I think sometimes people think, well, I don't have kids or I never had kids. So, you know, I'm not useful there. You're totally useful. And uh, grandmas and grandpas, like who doesn't love a grandma and grandpa? I mean, that that would be an amazing age group to serve. We have a few of those and they're the best. I know. They're the best. And so, um, and I think parents, I mean, I know parents want their kids to have just as good an experience on Sunday morning as they are getting when they go to service. And um, this is how we do it, is by having enough people to be able to handle all the different roles that are in a classroom. One of the things that Justine and Angela and I have been doing is working on trying to find a new curriculum. And I think we found one. My goal is is to make it easy for volunteers to come in, to know what they are going to do when they come in. And I want it to be fun. This curriculum is a lot of fun. And I think you would find that um, we're, we do have one person leading the group in second hour, we can have as many, we've, I think we've had close to 30, maybe we've even hit 30 in second hour. So that means we want to divide them into younger and older. So we're trying to have like a a worship period where the story is being told all together and then break it off into two groups. So in that case, we are looking for somebody who is willing to take on a little bit more, but it is all spelled out for you as to how to do it. And then we are looking for people who are also just warm bodies there who are trying to help us keep some control, guiding kids if there's somebody that hurts themselves or needs a hug, that that person would be there for them. What is the process if somebody were to sign up and whether it's a teacher role or an aid role? Um, so the process of doing it is you would find staff member Justine, Angela, Lori, me, Christy. Um, I'm constantly at the check-in station. I'm there, both services. But if you just come and talk to one of us, then um, what happens is I send you an email um, just kind of explaining the different age ranges, which age they would prefer to serve in, would they prefer to be a helper or a teacher, all of that, all the questions that we need to know. Um, and then I will send you an application. And the application is just so that we can better know your story, um, better get to know who you are through that. Uh, the applications reviewed and then you get sent via me a live scan form so then you will go get fingerprinted so that um, our families and the church know that you are safe to be around our kids live scanning for those of you who don't know what it is is uh it's a background check uh our background checks are done through the um department of justice and so it's FBI and DOJ, and they take your fingerprints. And the church pays for that. So once that's reviewed, then you'll go through training courses that I'll send you via online that you can do at your leisure. They're not long. They're not super boring. We give you a handbook to read. And then after that, we'll have you just shadow and watch how a class works and how it functions and how uh, a teacher will teach or a helper will help so that you can get a better understanding of how the classrooms work so that you're not intimidated before you go in and are put on a schedule. Um, I feel like that's the biggest part is a lot of our, our helpers or people that want to volunteer but aren't sure just think it's like a lot of their time is going to be taken up during the week. And um, they think that, you know, there's you're the only one in there and so you don't know how the classroom works and you don't know it's not something you would be used to doing but i think the cool part is is that we have you shadow first so that you can understand that it's nothing to fear um it's just fun i know in elementary like the games they play you get to actually be a kid 
when you're in there with them. And I think that's the most fun is as an adult, we feel like we can't be silly and we can't be ridiculous. Um, so after two weeks of shadowing, at least when you feel comfortable, we sit down with you, we talk to you, we we just kind of see how you're feeling about the situation, um, kind of pick your brain over how we can we can better better our kids and better our ministry because we're not a stagnant ministry. We like to hear from you guys and we like to know what you want to bring into the ministry as well. And then I hand you off to Angela, Lori, or Justine, and you're put on a schedule. And serving-wise, it's just how much you want to serve. And then we get you plugged in. So it sounds like there's uh, flexibility in terms of where and how often are you locked in? So let's say they they get through all that process. They get to Justine and E-Littles and find out maybe the babies is is a little too difficult or something. What What's the flexibility after that look like? For instance, like Lori, she started out in E-Littles and then she moved up to elementary. So that's the the really cool part is if you're there for a month and you're like, this isn't my jam, I kind of want something younger, older, then we have you shadow another classroom for a couple of weeks and then we'll put you in that room. So you're not stuck on that age because you decided that's what you want to do and you can't grow because we want you to grow with the kids. I think one more thing is an easy way, like in actually in any ministry is to get to maybe just dip your toes in is um, through a special event. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe CTV comes up. I do events with the middle plus every single month. And so just coming to one of those and kind of sussing it out is a, is a good way to um, at least meet the kids yep. and kind of see um, what it's all about. So that might be a good, like Easter's coming up. Mm-hmm. We need people to be in that classroom. And then then at least you're not, you don't feel like you're signing your life away. Yeah. <laughs> for their- and, and CTV's great because we don't background check all volunteers for that mm-hmm. because parents are still around and, and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, things like CTV are, are a wonderful uh, opportunity to kind of skip some of the the uh, the training the videos and the and then come back to it when when more of a commitment can be made. Yeah, and yeah. and it sounds like an extensive process, and it should be, uh, but it's it really goes fast. Yeah, I also for e kids for the elementary age, I'm going to be having a movie night every month, the fourth Friday of every month, and that would be another place where if you just want to come and hang out and just see what it's like to be with the kids and get to meet them and so on and so forth. Um, it's just a fun night. So if, <laughs> if by chance the three-year-olds try your patience, you might have better success with middle school or high school kids, depending. Depending. It all depends on your personality and what you might like. But um, I love working with um, older uh, kids, middle school and high school uh, mostly because they actually do love conversation and they are enabled to engage with you. Um, and they are really, many of them, just looking for an adult who is not their parent who cares mm-hmm. for them. And so um, that same background would still be necessary, uh, background check, but uh, just to let you know that there are many different places to volunteer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even if eKids and uh, youth is not the place, I'm sure there are many other places at Element that we would love to have you serve. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to help with the coffee cart. <laughs> Maybe, you know, um, there's... Uh, Video. Yes, <laughs> sound like me, sound tech, you know, all sorts of places. Uh, but I uh, do encourage you, take the first step and just give something a try. Mm-hmm. Really, 
Um, God does call us to all give back to his body, the church in all these different ways. And so, um, our need is in kids and e-family. Um, but try something, get plugged in, give back to the body. God calls us to it. Um, and you'll find that you'll find community, you'll find joy, you'll find growth in your own faith. Um, and, I mean, that's my biggest thing. When I look at three, five, seven-year-olds, when I see an 18-year-old and I'm at their graduation and they're just beaming because I shared life with them and they are so glad that I am part of that. Um, that's God's love at work in all of us in this community. So there's so much joy when you can give back to uh, the body that way. Well said. And thank you all. Seriously, thank you all for... Uh, serving uh not only on staff but just serving our kids and on, on all ages and um yeah being a part of that and and your hearts your hearts are why you're in the roles you are now so thank you each uh for that we wouldn't have anything without you guys for sure and and the work you put in and and so hopefully others hearing this will have your back <laughs>